and welcome to Let's Talk MedTech, the premier podcast for the medical device and diagnostic industry. My name is Omar Ford, and I'm your host. I'm also editor-in-chief of MDDI, an online publication owned by Informa. This episode is all about Biomed Device Boston, which is occurring September 28th through the 29th at the Boston Convention and Exhibition Center. And here to talk to us about the event is Adrian Zapata, Group Event Director for Informa. Just one quick note before we begin our conversation with Adrian, there are some time references throughout this episode. So we wanted to let you know, we recorded this on August 17th. So you can measure any of those uh, references against August 17th. You know, we might say one week ago or six weeks from now, that's from August 17th. So just wanted to pop that in there and not try and be too repetitive, but make sure you have a, a, a good sense of where we're going and the time frame we're talking about. So without further ado, let's talk MedTech with Adrian Zapata. Well, hello and welcome to Let's Talk MedTech, Adrian. I'm glad you can make the show. And, and you know what? I just have this urge to yell out, Adrian, get my best Rocky impression. Uh, but uh, I know you're super busy right now with Biomed Device Boston, which is happening next month. It's right around the corner at the Boston Convention and Exhibition Center. Um, uh, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, we're just about the six-week mark. Um, so I'm super happy to be here and chat with you. And and by the way, I always encourage everyone to give their best Rocky impression. It is a fun thing to do, and, and I think you should... Uh, always take the opportunities as often as you want. <laughs> well, I, I definitely have to practice on it. I definitely have to practice on it. I've got nothing going sly, but I'll, I'll, I'll keep trying. I'm um, here for it. <laughs> well, before we get into the highlights, let's talk about the event. Let's talk about Biomed Device Boston for a second. It has such a rich pedigree in history, right? Uh, talk a little bit about the show. You know, it's it has been around. It has a couple of iterations. We used to co-locate with a few other of our events. It's now a standalone um, event, just strictly biomed device. Um, and you know, we're we're focusing on some new things this this iteration. So it's really focused on medical device manufacturing. It is separate from our larger MDM events. Um, it is focused regionally on the number one and number three hubs in medtech industry. Um, but but really just about, gosh, there's so much going on, and you know this better than I, but there's so much going on right now, so many cool things in terms of technology and, and topics that we can really get into with the show, and I'm excited about some of the changes that we're making. Lots of good things happening. Yes, of course, of course. Um, uh, I want to dig a little bit more into some of the highlights, but first I want to bring up um, the keynote speakers. You have some pretty big names here, Erica Chung and, and Dean Kamen. Um, you know, how did you manage to land these two? And and I know for me, Erica, she's a personal favorite because I followed the Theranos story and she's um, she was one of the whistleblowers uh, for Theranos. And, and just having her involved, that's amazing. You know, she is so brave. Um, I had the chance to talk with her last week, and not only is she brave and smart, but she was just a delight, just a really down-to-earth person um, as well. And with everything that she's gone through and, you know, continuing to go through, she was just um, a real person, and it was it was a real nice pleasure to get to meet her and get to know her. So I'm looking forward to hear what she has to say. Um, lots of great information and 
um, you know, not just focusing on Theranos, but using it as a cautionary tale and really what we can do in the industry to do better and what we can learn from it. Um, you know, lots of areas for improvement. And I think this is an opportunity to use that large nationally, internationally node case, you know, to talk about it. So, so super excited to have her as part of the event as well. Yeah, yeah. And and I used to, when I was working for another uh, outlet, another media outlet, we covered the Theranos story. Now, I never got a chance to meet Elizabeth Holmes, uh, but some of my colleagues were in some of the conferences that she attended. And Elizabeth Holmes just had this mystique. And when the news came out, I think we were all floored. But I think what really got us or, or what really just just fascinated us about Elizabeth Holmes is we're still talking about this story years later. You know, yeah. I know she had her trial uh, recently and she'll have sentencing coming up soon. But uh, we're still talking about this. And there have been movies. There have been, uh, well, Hulu, a series on Hulu. There was uh, there have been podcasts, you know, special news reports. Um, yeah. It's amazing. We're still to this day talking about it. I mean, it, like I said, I just really think it's something that kind of blew up the industry, you know, and, mm. um, you know, especially with someone that was so charming, so well liked, you know, had such influence and had so much influence backing her um, yes, as well. Yes. You know, it's it's not like it was um, just this little unknown, you know, and she remained unknown. I mean, she really was able to pull in some big names and um, got some big recognition and really became a force. And so I think a lot of people celebrated her efforts. And so it makes even that more impact when you see that the the efforts were fraudulent, you know, that they weren't sincere, that it wasn't behind real technology, et cetera, not to get into the details. But, um, you know, so I think I think it's we all cheered for her and then all kind of went, oh, <laughs> yeah. um, unfortunately, you know, and, and thankful for, you know, people like Erica, um, you know, and some of the other folks that really called it out and, and put a stop to to what was happening there. Yeah. Well, let's talk about another big name that's going to be be there. Um, Dean Kamen. And, and that was uh, that was interesting to me, too. I mean, wow. Hats off to you for for securing uh, him as well. Yeah. Uh, two big wins. I felt um, really excited about, you know, announcing that and being able to to, to talk about that. I mean, obviously, co-founder of Segway. Um, he's done no small things. He's an inventor, you know, by all rights and has been for many years and has brought forth some really amazing technology in the space. So I'm um, excited to hear what he has to say. I know he's excited to share his latest and greatest project he's been working on. Um, he's got an iBot, which is a robotic mobility um, device, I guess would be the word. <laughs> um, but, you know, some some really cool things and he'll he'll have their own demonstration as well that, you know, some folks that are attending can go take a look at and get up close with. So um, super excited about that. And and, you know, we do have actually two other keynotes going on. It's a two day event. We've got four keynotes. We're packing them in. So um, we also have a cybersecurity keynote, which we're uh, just added and super excited about with the Patch Act coming across and FDA kind of taking over that piece of business. Um, so we're excited to be able to talk about that. And then, you know, also our MedExec women panel. So um, lots of exciting things going on. Yeah, yeah. And that cybersecurity is is especially timely right now. So, wow. Uh, yeah, good wins all the way around. Yeah. Um, now, I want to talk about this particular highlight of the show. And it intrigued me. I want to discuss the smart event and, and delve into that. And how did these smart events come about? 
you know, necessity, <laughs> right? I mean, we we all kind of split to a, a digital script um, real fast and, and furious there in 2020 um, mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. And, you know, we want to keep the momentum going with this digital aspect. I think, you know, people hear smart event and don't necessarily understand what that means. Um, and, and I think it's an adjustment for everybody. But really, in simplest term, a smart event is um, similar to a smartphone or a smart TV in that it adds an additional a digital resource to something that you already use and makes it that much more efficient. So that's what we've done with our smart event. We have a digital resource um, that we've added to our live component of the event um, and allows all of our attendees and exhibitors to start interacting before. You can make meeting requests to make more efficient time on site. You can download the exhibitor list. You can search by product category. Um, You can get some on-demand education as well as exclusive sessions that we drop once a week every Wednesday. Um, And you have the opportunity to have live Q&A with some of these speakers. So it's really just a very rich resource that really adds value to the in-person event, really sets everyone up um, to win because you can make so much of your time better by planning ahead, um, you know, baking a, a planner and getting on site and really making the most of your time since the event's only two days. Yeah, and it's very comprehensive. I mean, it must have taken a lot of time to to develop this. And is this the first one or have there been others? You know, we actually launched uh, the SMART event with our Biomed Silicon Valley event uh, last year. So 2021 was the first real go um, at it. We did a soft launch in Boston last year, so some might be familiar with the process. Um, But we've really been full speed ahead since December of last year. Uh, We did it for Silicon Valley. We did it for our Anaheim events and, and of course, now for, for Boston. Yeah, and it just makes so much sense now. I think you have two things going on. You have people that want to attend the events, but I think the events are, um, they need that. I don't want to say extra cushion because I don't want to take anything away from, from that, but they need they need that digital, uh, that, that digital addition. Uh, I think people are looking for that. You almost have to have it as a companion piece now because, like you said, things have changed since the pandemic, you know. We're um, we're not just in person anymore. We're in person and digital. And I think you're capturing the spirit of that with these smart events. You know, yeah, thank you. Win-win. Yeah. Yeah. We're real excited about it. Now, I had the team from Mass Medic on the last episode, which dropped uh, a few hours ago. So it would drop on August 17th for all our listeners whenever they um, hear this. But um, can you talk a little bit about what Mass Medic will be doing during the conference? They're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. They're they're so great, aren't they? I just... Yes. They're a great group of people. They're doing so much for the industry, so much for the region. And, you know, we're really excited to partner with them. Uh, we've we've partnered with them in the past. So this is a continued relationship. But um, they've really stepped up and, and have outdone themselves, really, in my opinion, um, <laughs> this year around. We've added a conference component to Biomed Boston, and um, they are help leading the charge for our day one content. We're kind of part of what I was alluding to earlier, you know, lots of great changes and new things that we're looking at for this event. And one of those is is bringing startups into the fold and making sure that they have a place to come 
um, meet with vendors, suppliers, get the information they need, um, you know, contract manufacturing, whatever it may be, but also get education. And we really wanted to focus specifically on startups around investment. I think that's the piece that can be a little bit confusing. Um, I think most of the time when people do these med tech projects, they know the science, right? They know yeah. they know what they want to do. Um, it's just a matter of, of finding the right people to partner with to get that product out to market. So um, MassMedic has put together um, a great panel, um, a panel, not even panel sessions, great sessions all day for day one um, discussing investment. And it's for every level of investment. So no matter what stage you are, you know, what seed level you're at, you know, if you already have funding secured, if you're just looking to get funding, uh, if you need more funding, whatever level that may be, they have mm-hmm. a session, uh, you know, for everyone to talk about and, and get more information to get you up to that next next level. Well, that's amazing. That's amazing. I can see it now. I'm going to be running back and forth between the sessions. <laughs> you know, to take Lots off going on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Uh, that being said, how long does it take to plan a show of this magnitude? And do you have to start planning almost immediately after after you finish the, the most recent show? You know, sometimes I'm planning during the most recent show. (laughs) You know, ideas come, uh, you know, willy nilly or you see something that's working really great and you make a note to continue that. Or, you know, you see a note that maybe something's not working so great and you you make a note to make change of that. So I I think events are, are constant. You're constantly planning. You're constantly working on them. Um, you know, there's so many pieces that behind the scenes things that, you know, people can't even imagine. You have to do site visits. You have to contract with all the vendors. You have to, you know, start developing your messaging and putting plans in place and working on a strategy. And, you know, there's there's so much of it that that goes on um, to get these things up and out the door. But I would say just constantly, you know, I'm always thinking if I hear or see an article, hey, maybe that's a speaker. If I um, you know, I'm out in a venue and I see some cool signs. How can I implement that into the event? I don't, I don't think planners ever sleep. <laughs> uh, uh, and and uh, you, you almost have to have your pulse. Well, you do have to have your pulse on the industry and kind of keep your ears to the ground just to, to hear what's hot and, you know, what's not. And wow, wow, that that's very interesting. I never... I, I never really thought of that when I was thinking, you know, thinking about your position and thinking about what you were responsible for and and just, uh, you know, how you planned your shows. Yeah, you're you're kind of, you know, planners are kind of between two worlds. You you're a planner and you have to keep up to date with everything that's involved in the event industry um, in terms of, you know, new signs you can use, new furnishings, new, you know, vendors, new resources to help get access for, you know, the attendees and exhibitors to have a better experience. Um, but you also have to, like, to your point, you you really do have to immerse yourselves at least somewhat into the industry to so you know how to help the attendees and help the exhibitors, because that's really what it's all about. It's, it's bringing attendees and exhibitors together um, to help move the industry forward, to help get them the information they need to make those connections, um, to be in the right place at the right time. And, um, you know, like I said, just really, you know, make a push for the better for the industry. Gotcha. Now, I got to go back to the sleep point. You said you don't get much sleep, but during the shows, how are your days? Are they 16-hour days? Are they 25-hour days? Um, is there is there any sleep at all? 
you know, they sometimes feel like 25 hour days, but, uh, you know, it, it's always um, a challenge managing your time. I think that's one of the hardest aspects. <laughs> you can yeah. get sucked into it and look up and before you know it, it's dark outside and, you know, it's summer. So we know what that means. But, um, you know, sometimes your days are longer and, and sometimes your days are shorter. And and to your point, too, you know, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night with an idea because my brain just works that way. <laughs> <laughs> or I remember something I need to do. And, um, you know, it's just constant like anything. It's I, I think it's when you're passionate about anything you do. It just works out that way. But, um, you know, to see the finished product in the end is always rewarding. Gotcha. Understood. And we should note that we understand that there aren't 25 hour days, that there are only 24 <laughs> hours in a day. We should bring that up for some of our listeners because they might be what? What are they talking about? So, yeah. Just want to make that mention so I don't get any emails or any complaints about that. Um, When do you have to start prepping? I mean, you know, when we usually go out to a show, we go maybe a day before the day of. But when do when I say we, I mean media, when do you all um, have to get out there on site? Just curious. And how long stay afterwards? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It just depends on on the size of the show. Um, for Boston, I'll be out there probably three days before, um, and then stay a day after. Uh, one of my favorite pieces is seeing the show come up, but it's amazing how quick it goes down. <laughs> so we're we're lucky in the in regards and able to get out the day after an event, which is pretty nice. Um, you know, our vendors and the and the folks that we work with, our decorator, um, they're really efficient and and do a great job with clearing everything out. So. So not too bad. Hardest show you've ever done in your career. Give us a nightmare scenario. You don't have to be, you don't have to name the event or anything, but just nightmare scenario, hardest show you've ever done. You know, I knock on everything. I I don't have one. Um, <laughs> I, I've been real fortunate. I, I've worked with so many great people. I've heard nightmare stories. Let me tell you <laughs> that much for sure. But um, I could share some of those. But, you know, as far as myself it's i've been very fortunate and and worked like i said just with a great group of people and and anything i think part of you know event planning and being in events it's shockingly believe it or not it's like one of the top 10 stress most stressful jobs <laughs> that are out there uh, yeah. uh, we share a list with like surgeons which I, I would never like myself to a surgeon but the fact that we're in the same list is pretty surprising but you know it's um always something you know always challenges but one thing that's great about event planners is you know how to pivot you know how to to change on a dime you know how to you know work things out and take the the worst case or nightmare scenario that you're talking about and really make it into something um if not if not great at least serviceable <laughs> yeah. no no you you have to think on your feet and you have to be um really you have to really accept change uh on a dime you know and, and it's you know, I see that oftentimes when I'm at the show, you know, you guys are moving fast. You're you're on a different level. You know, I want to come up and speak sometimes, but I'm like, oh, OK, Adrian is <laughs> in this room. She's in this room. She's in this room and she's going back to the other room. And I say, hey, Adrian, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Hey, Omar, bam, and you're gone. And you're <laughs> talking to three other people while I'm saying hello. And I'm just moving around slow. So I feel so guilty. <laughs> We all, we all sign up for for our lot in life, you know. I I know what I signed up for, and and it's just uh, I wouldn't have it any other way, believe it or not. <laughs> sure, sure. Huge adrenal, adrenaline rush when you um, do the shows. Yeah, and, you know it is. It's always that anticipation. Um, like like I said, there's so many moving pieces. Um, and, and making sure that they come together, and you do so much, 
months and months and months of work, sometimes years of work to get these events to come up. And, um, you know, when they do and you get the people through the door and, you know, you see the decorator bring the trade show to life and everything's shining, has the little gleam diamonds coming off it. And, you know, people start interacting and you hear the buzz on the floor. It's 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 a good thing. You know, it just it feels good. And and like I said, most importantly, I know events aren't aren't life saving or life changing, but um, but in some ways they are, you know, we yeah. we really help people get to that next step, um, whatever it may be. And, and you know, we we created a tagline this year called bringing innovation to life. And though we don't give life or change life, we do help those that do. And, you know, that is very satisfying at the end of the day. Yeah. And and I can tell you as being, a, you know, being at some of the shows and just talking to some of the people there, some of the attendees, some of the vendors, you know, they're making connections. Uh, they're really networking and they're learning a lot because there's always top quality content at these shows. So it's it's nothing to to sneeze at. And when you see some of those bonds, when you see people that have been in shows um, in the past, when you see them come back, there is uh, Dave Saunders. Uh, I forget his his title, but he's in AI. He and I have worked together in the past and we met at a show and we've done webinars together. And there's a real kinsmanship between us whenever we see each other at, at an event and you know, there's nothing like that face to face. And I know with Dave, we just I moderated a couple panels that he's in. Let me tell you, it's a bad idea <laughs> if you get both of us together because we go off topic, not off. Well, we, we just go off on a tangent. I'll, I'll say that. And the audience is really into it. They're engaged. The other panel members are, are engaged. They want to throw their two cents in and we just go at it. We just go at it. And it's it's fun to do. But I had that experience by going to the shows and meeting him and, and forming that rapport. Yeah, it's nothing like it. Like you said, I mean, that face to face and and just playing off of each other. And, you know, one thought leads to another. And before you know, it, you guys have a whole new idea and a whole new company and a whole new device. And, you yeah. know, it's just amazing what can happen. Those tangents aren't aren't crazy. It's you know, it's just um, it's spitballing. Right. It's idea. Mm-hmm progressive it's yeah it's a lot of fun and it, it it just feeds there's so much energy in that which is a lot of a lot of great things happening yes very high energy um well plug uh, plug biomed device boston again where when and how can interested parties become involved in this yeah biomed device boston coming september 28th through the 29th to the boston convention and exhibition center um happy to have all involved in the medtech industry um you know engineers exhibitors robotics digital health cybersecurity. um you know so many great things to talk about right now and a lot of great speakers that will be on board as well as our conference um and some really great networking opportunities kind of to your point on that first day on the 28th we'll have a, a welcome reception on the show floor with some games some food some drinks and uh, lots of great opportunities for everyone to to connect again face to face. Amazing. I can't wait for it. Yeah, me too. I'm excited. I hope to see everybody there. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Adrian. This has been a pleasure. Thanks, Omar. Thanks for having me on. That's it for this episode of Let's Talk MedTech. Thanks again to our guest, Adrian Zapata, Group Event Director for Informa. You can find out more information about Biomed Device Boston by visiting biomedboston.com. 
and visit us at mddionline.com for all of your medtech news. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you.